for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins. Who are also best friends. Who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing. Sometimes overanalyzing. And discussing the books we're currently reading. As well as new. And old. Recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people. With real families. So you may hear cats. Dogs. Birds. Babies. And husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking. And have a tasty chat. end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. All right, now it's time to harpoon that tune. Can you guess the tune within five seconds of hearing its intro? We want to know. If you can guess, reach out to us via email or message us on our socials with the answer to be featured in an upcoming episode and grab a chance to be entered in an upcoming giveaway. Today's tune is... And we're back with the snack. And we're back with With the the snack. Snack. Oh man, BRB quitting my day job to become a singer. (laughs) Don't don't run out and buy that single. Uh, Stay tuned on uh, iTunes and uh, yeah, yeah. I heart I heart my ass. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone (laughs) out there. There's your little Thanksgiving jingle for the day. Yeah, ooh, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving. All right, and uh, our favorite Thanksgiving song, or at least mine is, uh, by Adam Sandler, which will 100 percent be incorporated into this what is it <laughs> what are you serious i have no idea okay first of all there's like oh is it like there's two solid turkey. there's two solid thanksgiving songs okay? okay there's not many so i'm surprised that you don't even know any songs. of them <laughs> there's the adam sandler thanksgiving song you know he's like a uh, turkey turkey too you know a typical no, i have adam no idea <laughs> No idea what you're talking about. Gobble, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. And then the other one is like an SNL skit. And it's um the guy who plays Corky Romano. I want to say Will Ferrell, but I'm not really sure who the other one is. But it's hilarious. And he's like, it's, the, it's Thanksgiving Day. It's such a good time now. It's Thanksgiving time. It's such a great day now. Turkey and bread. Plenty of stuff in. Right? And then he's I like, I really like your style. <laughs> I 
And I'm definitely putting that in also. Okay. Those are the only two Thanksgiving songs I know. Is there any? Obviously, you don't know Zero. I didn't even know those existed. I don't know a single Thanksgiving song. I do not know the the Adam Sandler Thanksgiving song. I don't know, dude. Even at the end of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, don't they play like, Here Comes Santa Claus? And it's Santa Claus at the end. So like, I have no idea. That's not a Thanksgiving song. I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I didn't know that a Thanksgiving song existed. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. It always used to be on the radio literally in Thanksgiving. So if I'm driving or something, I'm not anymore. Like I'll put my own music on now. Back in the day when <laughs> you on. turned on the radio, it was there. I'm looking it up. Thanks. Adam Sandler Thanksgiving song. And then the SNL one I have that's to send the you. One, that's the one that used to be on the radio. The thing, the Adam Sandler one. Yes. Oh, it's called the Thanksgiving song, by the way. Oh, Jesus, of course it is. Because it is the Thanksgiving song. <laughs> love to eat turkey. Love to eat turkey. Oh, I love you. Love to eat turkey because it's good. Love to He's eat like, turkey. turkey. Turkey, Like a good boy should. Yes, like a good boy should. You know, it's Adam Sandler. We should do a dramatic reading of these lyrics. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kinds of pants. All right, I will Royce. do that right now. Gobble, gobble, right now. do. And Hold gobble, on. gobble, gobble, giggle. Wait a second. Let's do I that right now. Only cost a nickel because Sorry. you don't you don't know it, so it's even funnier if we do that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, lyrics. Thanksgiving. Adam Sandler. It's like it's the first one that comes up, dude. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Who's Betty Grable? It's Betty Gable, but he's doing Grable. I don't know why. Or is Who, it Grable? Who's Betty Gable? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answers. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's go by paragraph. Go ahead. You start. All right. They want to hear the Thanksgiving song. All right. <laughs> this is uh, this is the Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Wait, we, we might have to start doing the, with the dramatic readings of lyrics because this is hilarious. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. Love to eat turkey. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Oh my God. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey. Like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat so good. I mean, he's not the biggest lyricist, the best lyricist of all time. I mean, this is amazing lyrics. <laughs> that clapping's messing my head up, man. I appreciate it. But I was thinking to think of the next line and all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks, anyways. <laughs> what does that even mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. <laughs> Love to eat turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. He goes, I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. This is exactly how it goes. <laughs> all right. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans cannot be wrong. Turkey lurky do and turkey lurky dap. I eat that turkey. (sighs) I take a nap. (laughs) Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say dynamite. That's right. Turkey with gravy and cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson 
gave that girl VD. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. White meat, dark meat. You just can't lose. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. Turkey in the oven and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother <laughs> likes to masturbate with baby oil. Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sandy Davis Jr. only had one eye. He did? Did he? Didn't know that. Oh, no, we got to fact check that. Yeah. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. <laughs> My favorite kind of pants, corduroys, gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> I can't believe they play this on the radio. Every year. Because it's the year. only because Thanksgiving the only song that Thanksgiving exists. Song. Yes. Well, no, not that exists because the SNL one is also amazing. Maybe not as amazing as these lyrics specifically, <laughs> but you'll hear both, guys. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. So uh, what are you making, Alex? Are you making anything good for Thanksgiving? Yes. So I'm hosting this year, my husband's family. And so I'm making a turkey breast, which I am hoping defrosts in time. And I'm nervous about it. <laughs> so I looked up ways to defrost a turkey just in case. And I'm going to make some homemade cranberry sauce. I'm making sweet potato fries. I'm going to make it with like butter and cinnamon stuff. It's really good. And then I'm making, what am I making? Mac and cheese and glazed carrots, like candied carrots. I'm making an apple pie, molasses cookies. And then for appetizers, I'm making bruschetta, a homemade bruschetta with uh, tostinis. And I'm going to serve some hummus. I'll probably make it myself. But if I run out of time, I got some from the store just in case. Don't tell anyone. And, yeah. And then I'm making this uh, pull, pull apart bread. So I got this like mm. sourdough brulee or boule. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. And you cut it and you fill it with brie and cranberry sauce. And um, then you bake it and you pull it apart. It's like cheesy and tangy. And I'm really excited about that. I hope it comes. I hope it turns out well. Um, that sounds delicious. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot, girl. You got a lot to do tomorrow on Thursday. I know. I have a lot to do for sure. And luckily his mom is bringing, she's going to make, uh, I think, scalloped potatoes and a green bean casserole. She's going to bring a dessert. His aunt's bringing a ham. So we're going to have plenty of food. Okay. But yeah. Nice. How about you? I know you've been baking or cooking all day also. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to Aunt Anne's house. Uh, so I'm not hosting this year, so I'm making less, which is great for me. Sorry. Make sure Charlie doesn't catch on fire this year. <laughs> God forbid. This book don't. Uh, so yeah, I did. Um, I started early. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night. I started a little bit earlier this year because usually I do everything the day before and I was like, my back. So <laughs> I figured I would make, go easy on my back this we year. We old now. <laughs> yeah, we old up in here. So I uh, fried some eggplant today. And then at least now all I'll have to do is, you know, assemble everything on Thursday, cook it before I go because I'm going to make uh, eggplant palm. 
And I, I'm actually, I bought fresh regatta, so I'm going to put that mm. into the eggplant parm, and I feel like that'll be fun. That sounds good. You should make it into eggplant rollantini. Yeah, it's going to be like a, a hybrid. Yeah. Halfy that half. good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to some- do that. <laughs> send some home with my mom, with my parents. I was, was going to, oh my God, I was just going to say, I'll send something home with your parents and then tell you, bring the pull apart bread and some other stuff and give it to your dad and tell him to drop it off to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You got that, Uncle Ernie? Huh? Take a note. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm making this eggplant. I know you're going to like it. All Uncle right. and food delivery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Uber. <laughs> Uncle Uber. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Then I'm going to make, uh, I made mashed potatoes today, garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. And then I am making ma- uh, macaroni and cheese for the baby tomorrow. Nice. So I'm going to make a little extra and bring it. So this way he has that to eat. It's in a case. good idea. Because sometimes he likes certain things and sometimes he doesn't. So you never know. Yeah. This way I have as a, as a backup. And if anybody wants extra, they could have it. Uh, and then um, I am making a pumpkin cheesecake swirl, like cheesecake with a gingerbread crust. <gasps> that sounds amazing. Oh my God. So yummy. Yeah. And it says even on it, if you're not a fan of pumpkin, that you would still like it. I probably would like it anyway, because it's cheesecake. Yeah. And like, I mean, need I say more? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and gingerbread crust. Yeah, it sounds really I was good. sold when I was reading and I was like, excuse me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love gingerbread. So I'm yeah. like, okay, fine. Um, so yeah, so that's that. And uh I'm looking forward to it. I, I heard something about snow. I hope it doesn't. No. It's not supposed to snow. It's supposed to be nice on Thursday. It's not supposed to rain at least. I don't know if it's gonna be cold. It was cold today, but the rain's by- supposed to be gone by tomorrow. Excuse me, by tomorrow. Is it raining morning. by you too? Yeah. Yeah, it's raining by May and it's supposed to drop down to I think 34 tomorrow. And that's why they were thinking maybe oh, it might snow. So I hope not. We'll see. Yeah, I hope not. Uh, if anything, I think it would be gone by Thursday because it's not yeah. going to be a lot. Hopefully, we'll see. It might be more icy than snowy. Yeah. Well, hopefully, if any of you guys are traveling and you're listening to us, thank you for listening to us on your travels. And, you know, I hope you guys drive safe. I hope you have, you know, a plentiful amount of food with your families and have a good time. Don't eat too much because tomorrow will suck. <laughs> and <laughs> just remember, you can take leftovers. You can eat that tomorrow. Uh, Actually, I got a bunch of to-go containers so people can take leftovers. You always do. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and that's important because there's always a ton of food. Food, especially I don't know about everybody else but with our family forget it like yeah. all of us make it like three things a piece so yeah. there's always a ton of stuff which is great we love variety yeah. but you know if we don't take it that person's literally literally just gonna freeze their whole table. it's impossible because <laughs> I, I, every time I host something they nobody ever wants to take anything and I'm like we're two people what like what do you think ha-? they're like you'll have leftovers for a while I'm like first of all he won't eat leftovers that's number one number two we're only two people there's enough food here for like 50 what do you want me to do and yeah that's the end of my rant. <laughs> Great rant. Great rant. Yeah. All right. Well, Hopefully I hope you safe on your travels, everyone. Yes. Hopefully I hope there's guys... not a lot of traffic. Yeah. If there is, please listen to our Brittany episode. And we had uh, an Iron Flame episode as well this week. Catch up on your sods. Catch up on your book reviews so that you can go to dinner and be like, hey, I read this book. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, you know, you can walk in there and be like, uh, everybody be like, hey, Frank, you know, what are you up to lately? And yeah. you be like, well, I just finished Iron Flame and Britney Spears' <laughs> new memoir, which I don't know if it's if it's real. She might be AI. Yeah. And that's how you can break the ice. Yeah. You know, no pun intended, because that's also a Britney Spears song, Break the Ice. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> 
Just so you guys know, we are thankful and grateful, of course, on this day and every day, but we wanted to say that we're thankful for you guys. So thanks for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, we really do appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our crazy asses. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys learn something. (laughs) I hope it's somewhat informative, uh, but I hope we give you some laughs as well. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you and all of your families. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gurky. All right. We had a good conversation. (laughs) Okay, it's time for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Each word of the day will come from the Word of Day Vocabulary Workbook by Francine Puckley or Franny the Pucks. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. Without further ado, let's see what today's word of the day is. If we can say it, it is envisage. It's spelled E-N-V-I-S-A-G-E and pronounced, we think, envisage. It is a verb that is defined as to imagine or foresee something. For example, Ray envisaged a time when his financial worries would be over. Jess, let's come up with some examples to help us remember envisage. Can I you think of an word. example? <laughs> Listen, it's like, why can't I just say envisioned? Why do I have, if it's the same thing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we need to have another word for that. You're right. All right. All right. Well, uh, fine. Uh, I'll never say this word. I hate it. But I hope you guys <laughs> like it. Um, To imagine or foresee something. So I envisaged uh, the dragons while I was reading this book. Okay. Scarlet envisaged a time when she and Zayden could live happily ever after. But her name isn't Scarlet. God damn it. Why do I keep doing that? I don't know. Violet envisaged a time when she and Zayden could live happily ever after. Alex envisaged the character Violet as Scarlet. (laughs) I did. I keep saying Scarlet. I did this the last time too. And I don't know why. Different colors. All right different strokes for different folks all right here's some triv trivia about the word envisage all right we have the french to thank their part in this because it's from the french meaning look in the face of so it's a french word it's envisage probably or something frenchy many people have envisaged things great things uh, but the problem is making them come true. How is that? Okay. That's not trivia. trivia. That's not trivia. That's just Franny the Pucks saying random shit. Franny she the Pucks make... doesn't know. Franny the Pucks just came up with another example. That's all she did. Yeah. Actually, well, the French thing was trivia. That's it. <laughs> Instead, you know, it's like, here's one. Here's the origin. That's it. Yeah. All right. Whatever. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with that word. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's let's just fly away to the speech series. Much pun intended. All right. To enhance our speech, we like our speech series. Okay. And we try to enhance yours as well. We take this sometimes, usually, from Tom Healer or Tommy the Heels, well spoken thesaurus. Uh, so for today's, instead of saying asking for trouble, you could say courting disaster. For example, you know. That big boulder that's about to fall on my face and flatten me like a pancake is asking for trouble. You could say, I was courting with disaster when I seen that big ass boulder about to fall on me and I just stood there and watched. 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Alex, would you like to tie one into the book? Or would you like to give us one of your turkey stories? Because they're glorious. <laughs> this Thanksgiving, Uncle Barnabas was really asking for trouble when he said, this turkey's really dry at the dinner table. Oh. Instead, you could say, Uncle Barnabas was courting disaster when he said, this turkey's really dry at Thanksgiving dinner. Excellent. <laughs> Excellently done. Thank you for that. Uh, also, I thought you were going to say wear a turkey. I don't know. I was going to. I really was going to. But I was like, I don't even know. If if I start saying wear a turkey now, I'll probably never stop. <laughs> well, just so you know, I mean, keep listening and you'll understand where this is coming from. But as far as wear turkey goes, all right, cooking a wear turkey for Thanksgiving is asking for trouble. Cooking a wear turkey for Thanksgiving is courting disaster. I and think you guys get it. It just sounds more fresh. It's, it's also probably it's, unethical. It's also asking to go to jail because a wear turkey is a human for the majority of the month. We don't know the rules if it's three days out of the month, if it's a, a full moon thing, but most of the time they're a human. Okay, but they're not real though. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> not that we know of anyway. I mean, they could be. I yeah. don't know. If you or someone you know knows a wear turkey. Listen, I'm not surprised by things that I learn anymore, okay? There's rock people. We'll talk about that another day. There's things like that, okay? So, you know, at this point, There's I'm not no surprised. If they do exist, I'd be like, all right. I wouldn't even be shocked okay. anymore, all right? All right? Anyway. Let's go on to our questions. Let's, let's, let's fly away from this again. <laughs> let's fly. Um, and go yes. to our questions of the day, okay? <laughs> all right, everyone. Yes. So that brings us to our rapid fire round of the day. We're going to put two minutes on the clock and our topic for today is things not to say at Thanksgiving dinner. So we're going to have to come up with as many things we should not be saying at Thanksgiving dinner in two minutes. All right. Jess, are you ready for this? I'm so ready for this category. I'm very excited about it. So two minutes on the clock, starting in three, two, one things not to say at Thanksgiving dinner. Go. So I got I stuffed by a wear turkey today. <laughs> so I went to Macy's yesterday and I got myself a new tit sling. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the Ice Planet Barbarians? By the way, I heard that uh guys put um lotion um near their balls because sweat <laughs> <laughs> sweat. <laughs> Can you imagine saying that at Thanksgiving dinner? I no, I can't. Like somebody's uncle is just stuffing their face with turkey and then all of a sudden, bleh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I caught Uncle Barnabas feeding that wear turkey last night. You love Uncle Barnabas. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, an uncle, but he's not here right now because he's invisible. Uncle Brown. <laughs> She knows. She knows who it is. Uh, things not to say. Uh, I stuffed the Thanksgiving turkey with my dick. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I can't think of anything now. You stuffed um, him like a Thanksgiving turkey. What does he say? Remember I from no Liar Liar? He's like no. you stuffed him like a Thanksgiving turkey. You stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Um, I went to Wonder Tit this year for my annual vacation. <laughs> I participated in the Festival of Dangling Dicks. 
Uh, I just want you guys to meet my new boyfriend. Um, he's a sea creature. <laughs> his gills got in the way last night. <laughs> yeah, his name is Gittle, actually. <laughs> last name Finn. Um, <laughs> you guys ever buried a body? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, let me show you where I buried a body. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time's up, even though we were um, laughing most I of had- the time. So. We can give each other two more because we were laughing. I had one more and it was just going to be, does anybody mind if we serve the human fingers as a side dish this year? (laughs) Did anybody taste the shit that I put in the chocolate pie or (laughs) protein? (laughs) Or why is there corn in the Thanksgiving pie? All right, I'm done. done. Uh, Eat my shit. Eat my shit we gotta put that in there right this second eat my shit what'd you say i said eat my shit have you lost your mind no ma'am but you about to because you just did well that was fun and delightful say no none of those things at thanksgiving dinner of course please instead just tell them about the books that you read or at least pretended to read since we read them for you you're welcome yeah enjoy all right uh, since it's Thanksgiving, uh, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish, Alex? My favorite Thanksgiving side dish is, I don't know, I guess mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yes. Mashed potatoes for sure. Um, yes, I love a mashed potato. Uh, <laughs> I love them all the time, really. But honestly, I feel like is Thanksgiving complete without mashed potatoes, right? No. I don't know. See, don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving food in general, so I don't know. Well, I don't, we don't eat, you know, I don't eat meat. So for me, I don't care, but. Uh, yeah, but, but even like, I don't really like, I don't like yams or sweet potatoes and cranberry sauce. Like, I just don't really like. Stuffed any of mushrooms. Portobello uh, right. mushrooms too. Any mushroom. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't take kindly to those, to those mushrooms around here. Uh, definitely a mashed potato for me. Yeah. All right. I think it's definitely the best side dish for sure. Side note. Uh, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. I was going to make mashed potatoes, but my mother-in-law decided to make scalloped potatoes. And I was like, great, one less thing for me to make. And Rob was like, can you still make mashed potatoes though? I was like, no. And he was like, I'm just going to go buy some instant mashed potatoes and I'm going to make them and I'm going to eat them and nobody can have any. And I was like, you do you, Boo Bear. All right. Uh, Wait, the flaky ones from the box? Yeah. (laughs) Don't let him do that. (laughs) Well, I'm not making them. But that's cruel. Whatever. He'll live mashed potatoes flakes <laughs> i told him the, i was like maybe i we'll have, have food, some at christmas have food podcast we don't do that up in here um not that we you know no disrespect to those of you who do or don't have time or whatever the case may be uh but you know books with cooks we don't do that i do that sometimes no alex <laughs> yes i hate to cook you like to cook i hey, am a reluctant cook i cook as infrequently as i possibly can get away with yeah but you just crushed my soul with a fucking potato masher with that one i'm sorry for your right. your soul all right well what are you thankful for this year having my soul crushed <laughs> um no, I'm <laughs> uh i'm thankful for my family of course always very happy uh and grateful for my family yeah same for me always happy and grateful for my family, my friends, the people that put up with me every day of the year and all my little pets. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And... Uh, not to get mushy like a like a potato, but yeah. <laughs> mushy like a, a mashed tit. All right. Yeah. I'm great. I'm grateful for my uh for my family, for my little manzy mans, my jacks. Um, and definitely for my little animals too. And I feel like is that Rocky in the background? No, it's Milo because Dexter oh. is slowly chasing him around the room and they're was, at a standstill right now. Well, it was funny because when you were saying what you were thankful for, it sounded like he was going, Me. <laughs> I am grateful for you, Millie Beans. All right. What's your favorite holiday memory? This is gonna be fun. So Actually, mine's not a funny one, though. Mine oh. is from Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. like, what, four years ago? And when you announced your pregnancy oh. for the first time and you surprise, I am notoriously difficult to surprise, um, much to the lament of my mom and my husband. However, Jess did take me by surprise because two weeks prior to Thanksgiving, I had a Friendsgiving and she... <laughs> She brings this bottle of what I thought was wine, made me taste it. It was disgusting. And then she proceeded to drink pretty much the whole thing, pretended to be drunk, and then tells me on Thanksgiving, it was all a lie. It was it was grape juice or something. And I was like, you could have just yeah. not made me taste it. I wouldn't have second guessed it at all. <laughs> I think I did that so like you wouldn't want it. But you made me drink. I wouldn't have wanted it anyway. She probably she was like, it's really sweet. I was like, oh, cool. I don't really like sweet wines. <laughs> and then she made me taste it anyway. And I was like, this is disgusting. It just tastes like sugar. <laughs> it was gross, by the way. The whole time I was like, this is sweet as shit. And I have to do this. But, but yeah. maybe that's why Jaxie being so sweet. Oh, but that was definitely uh, one of my favorite holiday memory. Oh, it was cute. You cried. You and I your did. mom. Cried. I was so surprised. Was really super cute. He's made me cry. Aww. Doug was like, "It's okay, Alex. It's okay. We'll still love you." <laughs> it's like, shut up, Doug. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was crying. I mean, that's that's definitely my favorite holiday memory too. But so I don't recycle one. I'm gonna have to go with funny on this one and say uh, that we were at my aunt's house. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. <laughs> we were at our aunt's house and uh, she was in the kitchen. We were all sitting around the dining room table and, you know, minding our business. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they have a dog and the dog's name is Charlie. <laughs> and we thought that she screamed, Charlie's on fire. <laughs> like Charlie's on fire. And the entire room was like, oh my God, the dog's on fire. Everyone collectively heard that Charlie was on fire. Everyone. And then somebody came out and confirmed because they ran in there and confirmed, no, 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 the dog's fine. Uh, she said, there's a fire. Oh, we were like, oh, okay. Turns out the, she was It making... wasn't a bad fire. It was just a couple of marshmallows. It was all right. Um, it wasn't a dog. It, it was out, I think, by the time anybody got but in there. I want you to know, within like three seconds, too, the whole room was like, wait, how? Is he all right? Is he singed? Like, what happened? Is his fur on fire? Like, why didn't we just go in there as, as a whole and make sure the dog was okay? We were all like, did she just say Charlie's on fire? I can't. Oh my god, that was freaking so, hilarious. Yeah, that be that became like our instant like hilarious Thanksgiving memory. <laughs> and I know that it was Thanksgiving because she always makes this infamous delicious um yeah right like uh it's like a sweet, sweet potato, potato casserole with pie. marshmallows on top. Yeah, yeah. Doug loves that. And again, another sweet thing. Like really, yeah. Doug loves it so much. So uh, that's how I know it was definitely Thanksgiving, and that was that was hilarious. So yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you had to be on a Thanksgiving float, which existing float would you want to be on? And what would your ideal float be if you could design your own? Okay. Give me some Thanksgiving floats that already exist. Snoopy's one, right? No, I think Mouse float? Snoopy is just a <clears throat> balloon. Um, oh. I don't even know, actually. <laughs> Wait, Thanksgiving parade floats. Okay, you're coming along with this with us for on this ride here. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so here's the lineup for this year. Uh, there's giant balloons, floats, exciting entertainment in New York City. Oh, six new floats are going to be making their way. A Wonka-inspired mm -hmm. chocolate float. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Is there actual chocolate on there? Because then sign me up for that one. All right, we have a Sesame Street float. A big city cheer, big red shoe car. It's a McDonald's one. A uh, big turkey spectacular. Ooh, birds of a feather stream together. Oh, it's a peacock one. Oh, Camp Snoopy. There is a float, but it's new this year. Oh, <laughs> what <do> I, <laughs> how did I know? Celebration Gator. These look really cool. Colossal Wave of Wonder. Uh, deck the halls. Elf pets. Oh. Fantasy Chocolate Factory. Jeffrey's Dazzling Dance Party. All right. I definitely want to be on that float. I don't need any more information. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so much fun. That's the one for okay. me. I want to be on the dance float. All right. Well, if you had to design your own float, which one would you, how would you design it? Oh, did you see the Willy Wonka one? It's so cool I did. looking. It's really cool. Uh, I don't know if I can compete <laughs> with these. I know. They're really, really intense. They're so creative. Everybody's so creative. Uh, I'm going to have to say that it's like, I don't know, some kind of like fantasy float with like dragons and sword fighting happening. Yeah. Mine would be something similar, but without the swords. Yeah. So it could just be me and you on this float having a having a fight, a fencing match. You can't fence. I can't fence. You can't fence either. So that's why it would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would definitely be on the Willy Wonka float because that thing looks awesome. Yeah, it really does. If you guys go and Google it, you will see it. Or you could watch it this morning because it already happened at the time <laughs> this is airing. <laughs> um, oh, I think you could watch it again later on in the day, right? I have no idea. I mean, you could Google anything and probably watch it. So, But take a look at it because it looks real, real sweet. And if I could design my own float. Literally would, sweet. It would for sure be like a giant dragon and it would have the wings. It would breathe fire. Yeah, and 100%. I would probably have some of my favorite book characters on it, like maybe Zayden, maybe Reese, maybe some other Akamath uh, characters. I don't know. It sounds like paradise to me. Maybe some Jon Snow. Okay. And then at the almost at the end of it, uh, two people can get on either side, which are dragons that fly away. They literally float. Ooh, we can float. It'll be part float, part balloon. Right. They yes. become trans. That's correct. Yes. I like mm -hmm. it. Ours sounds okay. like the best. I think we would win Obviously. for float of the year. Yeah. <laughs> if there was such a contest. We would also have musical guests like Britney and I don't know who else. Yeah. Who do you think's going on the floating <laughs> balloons? Britney and Taylor, they come out with this new groundbreaking song. Okay. And it's just released, you know, just premiered at this time. And they're flying in the sky, literally. And the song is called Flying in the Sky. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, people, you're welcome. All right. Yeah. Did you see us this morning? 
No? Yeah, we were there. <laughs> we were there. We were flying in the sky with Britain and Taylor. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Having a great time. Uh, uh, you know, obviously then I'm, I'm going to have to confirm since she was there that she's fine. That's so true. That's, that's true. It's a, a Thanksgiving Day miracle. All right. Let's move on to our cooking, <laughs> cooking tips. We had a good conversation. <laughs> Here's a tip. Use your used diapers to scoop up the grease. You can't eat at everybody's house. Oh, you can't eat at everybody's house. Y'all see that shit? She need to quit. Because you can't eat at everybody's house. All right, everyone. Let's transition into the cooking portion of our episode with some cooking tips and tricks. For today, we're going to discuss tips and tricks for traveling. Since Violet and Zayden spend a lot of time traveling back and forth to visit each other throughout this book. And sustenance while traveling is important. Jess, what kind of tip and trick do you have for us when traveling? You got to go to the Shire and you got to get yourself some of that bread that keeps them full for years. Um, (laughs) It lasts forever. Okay. (laughs) That's my tip. No, <laughs> not really. <clears throat> but yeah, obviously, you know, if they did have that, that would be a great idea. Yes. Instead, I'm going to talk about apparently what I do when I travel. Uh, so if I'm going away, uh, it could be for the weekend. It could be uh, for a week. But I always do this where I carry a little bag of snacks. Right. Because sometimes you got to pack some snack. Uh, and, you know. Especially like I, even before I had my son, but now that I have my son, it's very important because he'll doesn't matter where we are. Mommy, I'm hungry means I need I need food right now. Uh, so for anybody out there who needs food on the go, uh, you can get like granola bars or like those little fig bars that are really good. Um, there's like fig bars that have like, you know, raspberry or blueberry, apple cinnamon, things like that. Uh, I forget the brand. I want to say it's Nature's Bakery. I think that's right. Right. Yeah. We're a fan of those. Plus nuts. You can make your own little, uh, you know, like assortment. Trader Joe's is great for things like that. They have uh, already made ones if you don't want to make your own. And they'll have a bunch of different nuts in there. I always 100% will have cashews on hand. You know, easy pickings, easy snacks uh, where you don't need utensils or anything like that. Um, And you always got to remember that you have to pack your water, except if it's on a flight, because they won't let you in there with that. Uh, but if it's a road trip, remember to pack your water. You have to have, uh, you know, some uh, some some healthy snacking. Um, if you want to throw a bag of chips in there or something like, you know, not as healthy, but you, you're like, man, sometimes if you're like me, you're like, oh, I have too many healthy snacks. I want something else. Yeah, then throw in whatever you like. Usually my choice then would be uh, white cheddar popcorn, smart pop. Gotta have it. And it's not not healthy, you know, still healthy-ish. No, it's not. Uh, but that's my rebel snack. Okay. And I, I approve that rebel snack. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> All right. So fruit is also good. For, for anybody that doesn't know, I have type one diabetes. So it's actually super important that I do travel with a certain amount of food wherever I go in case I do get low blood sugar and I need to bring my sugar up quickly. So my tip and trick is going to be for traveling with diabetes. And essentially all you need to do is bring something with a simple sugar that has at least 15 grams. Um, So a simple sugar is something like 
candy or something, uh, a complex sugar would be like bread or something like that. It just takes longer to break down. So simple sugars should take about 15 minutes to bring your sugar back up. I personally am a huge fan of Sour Patch Kids. So I will travel with those or some other type of sweet candy. No, they're not good for you. So if you'd like a healthier option, which you should, don't go based on me, but dried fruit is really excellent. And they actually sell glucose tablets as well, which are basically just like eating pure sugar, pure candy. Um, they taste good and they do the trick. So uh, the other things that you can travel with are things like a juice or a small Gatorade but you can only have maybe like four ounces. So just be careful with those. Soda will also do the trick. I just don't really like it anymore. So I kind of lost the taste for it. Um, but yeah, so be safe and travel smart. You tart. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a cooking tip or trick for traveling? If so, send us an email or reach out on our socials. And if we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and we'll discuss the outcome in the future. All right. So as you may recall, on Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the week, which was not going to sing Mariah Carey. Not going to sing Mariah Carey. Sing it, girl. Honey, it was just like honey. All right. Inspired by the honey biscuits that Violet, not Scarlet, eats at the <laughs> beginning of the novel. We were each supposed to make something using that ingredient. So let's review the outcome. Alex, what did you make? Okay. So I have a recipe for some honey garlic glazed salmon. And what you're going to do is get some salmon fillets. You're going to pat them dry, season with spices. However you want to season it is up to you. And then you're going to heat some butter and oil with some garlic on the stove. You're going to mix in some water, soy sauce, sriracha, if you want a little bit of speciness, some spice, and then some honey and lemon juice. Once it's hot, you add the salmon fillets in, and then um, you're going to put down the side that has the skin if it has skin on it. You'll cook it for about three minutes and then you'll use a spoon to baste it. And then you can also throw it in the broiler for five to six minutes after that. The salmon is going to get really sticky and sweet, but it won't be as charred. You could also just cook it in the pan as well if you wanted to just do it that way. It's really good. I have made this and I loved it. Sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have two quickies for you. That's what she said. One is, well, they're both healthy, uh, but one is a, a super easy salad dressing that you could whip up with ingredients you probably already have. Uh, and you can do this whenever um, the moment strikes that you need a salad dressing. Because let me tell you, the salad dressings that you buy in the store, they might be more convenient. They might be easy to just open a bottle and pour it. They are terrible for you. They have horrendous ingredients uh, the ingredients are just not healthy. And honestly, it's like not even real food at this point. So they also have a lot of sugar in them. They do. Even the ones you wouldn't think. Yeah. So my easy, easy dressing, and this tastes delicious on baby spinach. It tastes good on arugula because it'll take the bitterness out because I'm going to add citrus. Uh, so yeah, it'll make your, your leaves taste better. It'll make all of the stuff that you're putting in your salad taste better. 
and it's super quick. So what I do is I do not measure any of this. I just basically eyeball it, but I'll take a cup. I'll squeeze in some mustard, uh, yellow mustard, preferably. I will, uh, or Dijon, whatever you have. Uh, and then I'll squeeze in some honey, mix that together, kind of like a customized honey mustard. Then I will chop up or crush some garlic cloves in there, usually two. Uh, and then from, or you could even use it from the jar if that's your thing uh, to make it easier. And then you put some Italian seasoning, you know, whatever you have, a little salt and pepper, of course, but the Italian seasoning could be like oregano, dried basil, dry uh, Parmesan, uh, not Parmesan, dried basil, dried uh, parsley, um, oregano, whatever your, your, your preference is. You could even buy a little packet, like an Italian seasoning packet, or you could use what I use, Flavor God Italian Zest. Perfect. It's delicious. Um, it has a little little spice to it, too. It makes it a little yummy. Um, you could also add uh, uh, red pepper flakes. I know I mention that all the time, but yum. Yes. Okay. Always. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you could do that. And then uh, after that, I mix that together. I squeeze in um, either a half or a, a whole lemon, depending on the size of it. I put in some oil. I put in some balsamic vinegar. I mix it all together. I add some Parmesan cheese. Mix that up. And honestly, it's the best. It's really, really good. Uh, and it it really tastes delicious on, like I said, even arugula, which has a bitter taste. It helps um, get rid of that bitterness because it's the citrus on there. Um, I've used it also without the, the lemon and it's just it's good, too. But if you have the lemon on hand, um, it really does add something to it, to the flavor. So that's that for you. And then the other one is just a delightful little snack that you could put in the freezer. And just have on hand when you want a little quickie. Um, you know, no pun intended. That's what she said. That's what she uh, said. But these are gluten-free. They're called frozen cookie dough bonbons. I get this from uh, Clean and Delicious. She's on YouTube. She also has a website, cleananddelicious.com. Her name is Danny Spies, S-P-I-E-S. And this is the easiest thing. And they're so delicious and healthy. So all you need, it's literally 10 minutes to make these or less. Uh, a quarter of a cup of creamy roasted almond butter or just any almond butter that you have. Uh, a quarter cup of honey, two to four ta uh, tablespoons of coconut flour, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, a pinch of sea salt. You mix them, you mix that together, and then you formulate them into little bowls. And then you dip those into uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips or dark chocolate chips or whatever you like. Um, and you coat them into the, the bowls, and then you put them in the freezer. All right. And they are delicious and delightful. They're like little cookie dough bites, but healthy. And you could just eat them whenever. Frozen makes them even better. And I think they last for up to two months or so, but it makes about nine bowls. That's what she said. That is what she said. Those do sound amazing though. Yeah. You got to put them in the freezer for at least 30 minutes. It doesn't say how long they last, but usually things like that last, I would say no more than like two or three months, uh, but they won't make it that far anyway. And that's what I got for you. Try it out. Well, those sound absolutely amazing. And I am yes. going to try those out. Yes, you have to. They're very easy to make. And you've had the salad dressing before. Yes, the salad dressing is incredible. I love it. It's so easy. All right. Do you have a yummy recipe using honey? If so, send us an email or DM us on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future.
All right. So now we're going to introduce a new segment on our Thursday episodes called, Hey, who's reading that book? <laughs> we have some titles of books that we find a little suspect. We don't know who's reading these. So let's get into it. Jess, what's the first uh, book you have for us? For the first book of who's reading this, who <laughs> is reading this? It's called Licking. Yes, Licking Her Christmas Cookies. <laughs> are you reading this out there? If you are, why? Is it Tell great? <laughs> is it fantastic? I, I don't understand when the, when the author made this and it might be a great book and, you know, kudos to her or him. Okay. But when you were making up the title, I just need to know, were you like, yes, licking her Christmas cookies sounds like a good idea. Has anyone out there ever licked a cookie? Anyone? I don't know. I right? Don't know. Yeah. That's what I mean. Okay. With her right. innuendos or his. <laughs> That's all. Well, next up we have Hoarded by the Dragon, which doesn't sound that crazy. But when you look at the cover, there's a giant dragon with a lady in a white dress who's pregnant. And it begs the question, is this lady getting pregnant by a dragon that's hoarded her? Because I have questions. And who's reading this? If, <laughs> if you're reading it, please let us know if that's what happens. Oh, yeah. I, I just looked it up. You're right. Right? It's creepy. Hmm. It has a 4.6 as well. Shut up. How many reviews? 1,300. No. <laughs> All right. Fine. I don't know. There's 1,300 people at minimum that have read that book. I rated it at least a four. <laughs> Next on who is reading this? Uh, when me and Alex are looking at holiday choices for our holiday reading list, we came across Big Nick Energy. <laughs> I have many questions, all of which I don't even want answers to. Yes. But one answer would be cool. Who's reading that? You're reading that? <laughs> Let us know. Also, don't. Because why are you reading this? <laughs> well, I think I know why you're reading it. But. Yeah. All right. Up next, we have Scrooge, spelled S-K-R-U-J, Holiday with an Alien. Are you reading this? Let no. us know. <laughs> no. Uh, I will also not be reading A Doctor Daddy for Christmas. <laughs> a Doctor Daddy for Christmas. Yeah. I don't. Who's reading it? Who's reading it? It's definitely smut. So I I, anyone I that likes their spice is I, definitely reading it. I think most of these are smut, to be honest, including next up in her pumpkin patch. Who's reading it? Someone Who's who wants to get all up in her pumpkin patch. That's who. <laughs> Obviously, they're also reading, licking their Christmas cookies. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I'm going to leave the next one to you. because. Okay. There's a whole bunch of them. Apparently, it's a series. I think there was like, was this yeah. the one that had 21 of them? No, that was the Barbarian one. Yes. But yes. I do a have 21 questions. book series. Yes. I have questions about this next set because it's about gargoyles. And there's many books about gargoyles. Apparently, we have Getting It On With Gargoyles. Gargoyles Just Want to Have Fun. A Gargoyle's Delight. A Gargoyle's Captive. And The Gargoyle Grinch. <laughs> Who's reading these? <laughs> <laughs> Who's reading these? Tell me, please. <laughs> the Gargoyle Grinch is wild. <laughs> Every single one also, of these. Gargoyles just want to have fun. Gargoyles are statues, man. Look, I got to tell you, okay? You got to look up. If you, you're going to take anything 
away from this segment today, you have to look up the Gargoyle Grinch uh, cover because it's insane. Okay. <laughs> She's just standing there with a giant gargoyle man. <laughs> person man, man gargoyle and they're tangled up in christmas lights uh <laughs> he's got wings it's wild i need you to see it so please go look put this on pause for a second or just pull it up on your phone because it's it's worth it it's by <laughs> lilith stone lilith stone which is funny because the gargoyle man is a stone <laughs> just i'm now realizing all right uh, the next one we have for you is it's intense. I'm in love with Mothman. <laughs> I can't. Mothman. I have so many questions about these things. I know. Who is Mothman? Uh, is it just a nickname? Is it a real Mothman? Uh, yeah, I have questions. Does he just, you know, turn into a moth at certain times, but then he's sometimes human and that's when they get it on and she loves him? I don't know. I don't, but someone don't out there is reading it. I have is another question for you. Who's reading Amish vampires in space? And I have more questions about that as well. <laughs> Why are they in space? What? As if it wasn't bad enough that they were just Amish vampires, but now they have to be in space as well. What's happening here? What's I happening? Don't, I don't know. Uh, it's the same thing as the morning wood tree. <laughs> also, it's quite frightening, the cover. Had you seen it? I did see it. I did. Frightening. It's terrifying. I want nothing to do with it. Terrifying is right. Also a 4.3 out of, this is very strange and, un and discomforting. Ready? Out of 666 reviews. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. But it's in stock, so you better go run and get it, you know? I'm going to leave the next uh, few up to you, Jess, because I know... <laughs> You were looking these up before. All right. <laughs> if we're going to read any from the list, sadly, it would probably be these. I don't know why, though. But people are quite smitten with this level of, of smut. I was told also, I was informed that you could skip the smutty parts, the spice, if you want to. And that the storyline is fantastic. And that the aliens love women and they're very kind and, and wonderful to women and they're exactly how you would want your man to be except that they're blue and aliens and i don't know how i feel about that uh but anyway it's called the ice planet barbarians all right and that is the one that has 21 books in its series it's and for those of you out there and i know there's a lot of you I think there was like over 100,000 reviews. So yeah. I know there's a lot of you out there. I see it all the time on my feed on TikTok. To those of you that are dedicated to reading 21 books in a series, I applaud and salute you. <laughs> because when I see the other day, me and Alex were talking about a book and I'm like, there's eight in the series. And we were like, ooh, 21 is intense. Yeah, but they can't. They're probably all standalone books. You could probably pick up anyone in the series. They're books about fucking aliens, dude. Literally, I know, but these, these people love these books. They, they're like serious fans. They're reading all 21, man. It's crazy. Anyway, it's too much work for me. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> next up, we have Stuffed by the Were Turkey. Yeah, you not had a preview only, of that earlier. Not only do I have so many questions, so many questions, because, I mean, is this, is this person turning into a turkey for several times a month? Like, go, go. I mean, what's happening? 
what is that? Oh, it's that. Is, is that what's doing it for you? Because I have questions. Who's reading this? Tell me, yeah. please. Yeah. Also, on the cover, there's a picture of a woman and a turkey, and I can't. I can't. Like, just Who's picture it now. It? They're having sex, and in the middle of it, they're like gobble, gobble, gobble. I. I cannot handle, I cannot handle anything about this. Uh, I can't, please look taste, up this cover taste too. my mashed potatoes, bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? What's the cover? I'm the scared. The cover is a woman looking like she's in the throes of passion Dude, with a goddamn want, real turkey. I don't like even a realistic, want this in my history. With uh, a realistic turkey. Oh I'll show it. No, <laughs> you don't have to because I see it. It says. It's insane. It really is. It's a real turkey with a woman whose neck is like being manged on by the turkey. I I can't. I don't know who's reading this. So I, I want to know who. Uh, I need to know. All right. Even Professor Lupin went and read that shit. <laughs> All right. And then, and last but not certainly not least it made it it had an honorable mention in the last thursday episode but we're going to throw it out there again all right if you remember last week's if you didn't hear it you're just airing and uh, tuning in right now we talked about a book called the cock down the block the book has a uh a football star and a, and a girl and they're holding a rooster and we had questions <laughs> we had a lot of questions we think it's also ya there's so many questions that i have um, about that but anyway the second book in the series that's coming out soon is called the wiener across the way <laughs> and the only thing on the cover was a little wiener type of dog you know one of those little uh hot dog dogs yeah who's reading this <laughs> who I don't know. and why are we not why are we titling our books that okay i don't know i don't know especially if it's a ya i why 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 eh? are are people reading this in public that's another question i have are you getting hard copies of these books and are you reading them in public are you sitting on the subway reading i'm in love with mothman are you sitting at the local park reading in her pumpkin patch please tell us i need to know right and if you're reading the morning wood tree <laughs> please may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> if i've seen that cover i wouldn't be like this is it this is the one I'm reading. No, it's scary, man. <laughs> you better check it and check yourself. For reals. I can't. I, I can't. All right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway seriously, uh, that was just another uh, segment of who's reading this? <laughs> yes. But thank you for tuning in for our first edition of yes. who's reading that book. <laughs> when we have another collection, we will be sure to share yes. with you uh, our thoughts, which will be exactly like these thoughts. <laughs> Also, I'll let you know if we did read Ice Planet Barbarians, because for some reason that one has a shot. All right, that's it. It's a shot for you. <laughs> hey, who brought in my car? Hmm, hey, everyone. So if you usually listen to our Tuesday episodes, you know that for each book, we usually identify a category like song title and nail color that we think best represents the book that we just read for this past Tuesday. We did it for part one of Iron Flame. However, we didn't have enough time to fit it into the episodes. We're going to include it here for you guys today. So enjoy that. Yeah. Iron Flame that. <laughs> Iron Flame that. <laughs> I feel like that represents actually how this goes a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> 
So we hope you guys enjoy. All right, Jess. Well, if the first part of this book could be summed up as a song, what would it be? First thing that comes to your mind. The first thing that comes to my mind is not the real answer, but I'm going to say it. It's a white snake. Here I go again on my own, which has (laughs) no nothing. Um, Instead, it would be some kind of whiny song, something whiny. Would have to be. I just can't think of what it would be right now. But something okay. whiny where it's like, I miss you. I need you. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> uh, it reminds me of that Blink 182 song, the Oh, don't waste your time, time on me. You're ready. Yeah. The voice inside my head. I miss yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. All right. Where are you? <laughs> and i'm so sorry all right <laughs> yes uh i don't know what song honestly this is gonna sound just super petty but do you know the song that adam sandler sings in the uh the the one the wedding singer where he's like somebody kill me please i'm on my knees pretty pretty please kill me <laughs> I want to that's that's what I would that's the song that summarizes my reading experience hey Linda you a bitch yes, that's a exactly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right that's, that's a good one that's great how about a nail color <laughs> uh for some reason I want to say uh like a really pretty royal blue oh okay all right. I was thinking maybe like a black shimmer with like an iridescent gold on top. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's combo dragon style. That's Andarna's and journey right there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All like right. It. How about a cocktail? Jesus. I, to get through most of the first part, you need a cocktail. Yeah. Um, Which one is your choice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so dramatic. <laughs> All right. Uh, if I had to really pick one, I'm I'm thinking like some kind of rum okay. situation, uh, because I want to rum away <laughs> from Zayn and Violet's BS in this fluff section. All right, that's all. I'm done. Yeah, for me, it would be a shot, just a shot of anything, just to numb the pain. All right. It's <laughs> so dramatic. It's so dramatic. I sound so angry. All right. Item of clothing. Uh, item of clothing for some reason i'm thinking of a, a leather glove okay i don't That's know random. why just one a gloves off i guess i don't know <laughs> i was thinking like a black flyer jacket like she wears zayden's at one point she also borrows bodies he gives to her oh so. yeah we forgot about that that was annoying too where zayden's like whose jacket is that like bro come on i know she's like it's <laughs> it's bodies and you could clearly tell based on the patches has his name on it <laughs> uh, whatever all right how about a meal <laughs> a meal something that's gonna choke me like a chicken bone or something because <laughs> I don't fluff no um we're just being really funly dramatic for you guys right now we're just yeah. we're, we're next level yeah but i guess a meal uh macaroni and cheese hmm. okay. okay because there's a lot of macaroni that we want to sift through but we have to sift through all the cheese before we can get there okay (laughs) i have no idea for a meal i'm gonna say i don't know honey biscuit which they eat in the book (laughs) i don't know i don't know you don't think the cheese makes sense as far as like you said there was a lot of uh, things that made you cringe yeah yeah some 
some of the dialogue between Violet and Zayden I found super cringy. All right. How about an animal? An animal? A cheetah, because it runs fast. Okay. And sometimes you want to run fast from the fluff. Okay. I'm just going with that theme. All right. Um, I'm going to say... I, this makes no sense, and I don't know why, but it's just the thing that keeps popping into my head. But a bunny, and I don't know why I don't have a good reason. Because you want to hop away. <laughs> oh, maybe because you're thinking of a jack rabbit, and Jack comes back. Maybe, maybe. Mm. All yeah, right, Jack. Jack, run quick. Jack, jump over that <laughs> violet. Almost killed me. Stick. <laughs> jack, run over that dangling dick. <laughs> Alex is trying to kill me in the end here. <laughs> Part one ends with that. I can't. I cannot. Okay. Uh, if you were to fan cast anyone from this book, who would it be? And who would you fan cast them as? I already said. Definitely Harrison Ford as Taryn. 100%. Get him in there. Yeah. And then also, it's a mistake if you don't hire <laughs> the beautiful Jafar man. If you don't hire him as Varish, mistake. Okay. Um, those are my two fan cast suggestions for this uh, part one. Okay. I don't really know. I'm going to say if I keep thinking Zayden reminds me of Liam Hemsworth. However, I don't think he looks anything like him. I think he's supposed to have like brown skin and dark hair and dark eyes. And Liam Hemsworth doesn't look anything like that. But I imagine him big and brawny like that. So, okay. yeah. All right. How about a signet to sum up this first part of the book? All right. I have two. So one could be ice, you know, because you're putting ice on the scenes where we want fire. Um, but that's my dramatic one. The other one would be uh, probably more dramatic where it's uh, something having to do with the manipulation of time so that these things don't happen or that we could just stop time and make Yaros write something else. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so or maybe me- we could use the time to fast forward through yeah. certain things, just something with time. Okay. For me, it would be Imogen Signet, which is that she can wipe recent memories and I would wipe my recent memory (laughs) knots. It's so messed up, but I'm keeping it. (laughs) I like it. it. Either way, we're we're pressing fast forward on some of the chapters here. There's like 200 pages in this first part of the book that didn't need to be in the book. Yeah, you had said that to me when I was asking her during my Amazon hates me mode when I was waiting for my book to come she was like there's like 100 pages in here that don't need to be in here and I was like what does she mean and then when I was reading it I was like this is what she means <laughs> agreed yeah you stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey hello you better grow eyes in the back of your fucking head you horned piece of shit because I'm not gonna sleep until worms are crawling up your phone rubber ass going on safari motherfucker safari okay guys in lieu of a game this week we are going to be giving you a dramatic reading of chapter one of a book called thanksgiving treachery if you guys get bored later this book is by uh tanya caps k-a-p-p-e-s uh it is a holiday cozy mystery and it literally will take you two hours to read. There's like 140 pages in it. So we were supposed to read this. Uh, we got it in our heads that two days ago to be like, hey, let's read this and talk <laughs> about it. Yeah, we didn't have time for that. <laughs> 
but we wanted to so maybe we will and we'll discuss it in the future but for now if you guys would like to read it later or if you want to read it someday uh you know this week and check it out have fun but we will give you a little uh a little sneaky peeky right now and of course we're going to do it as dramatic as possible so mm-hmm. also it is available on kindle unlimited if you have that so yes, it makes it, it even easier to read thanksgiving treachery chapter one so Ferky, Millie my mama harumped. Who on <laughs> earth ever heard of that? Harumped. <laughs> Her southern twang garnered a snicker from Dar- Darren Strickland. I glanced up from the list of activities I've been curating, not as the Junction Journal's editor-in-chief, my newest title, but as Holiday Junction's secret merrymaker. More correctly, I was the co-merrymaker with Darren, but the title might swell have been singular. He'd had his nose stuck in that book of his since he decided to go back to law school and start lawyering around here. That left me with the task of involving the centuries-old sacred job of deciding where in our little town each holiday's final hurrah would take place. You told me I could invite friends who lived in the art district. I reminded her, getting a smile from Darren, though his eyes were still laser-focused on the book in hand. And I quote, I lifted a finger and said in my best Millie voice, Now, Violet, I don't want anyone feeling left out for Friendsgiving. You go on and invite all them people up in the mountain and ask them what they like to eat so they can enjoy a nice, friendly sit-down. Mama had bought the old rundown building and had a grand idea of turning it into what she called a leisure center. Technically, the place was a senior citizen building with activities like bingo, line dancing, and now knitting classes, thanks to Amelia, as well as panting classes, I mean painting, again thanks to Amelia, among other pursuits, mainly for people's mama's age. Now, mama wasn't too old, but she was old for a mother when she had me. And that made her feel much older than her actual 60-something years on this earth. She was Southern to her core, carrying the region's traditions with her in her personality. And that, my friends, truly made her an old soul. Like with most things Mama did, she brought the color into any situation here in Holiday Junction. I thought they liked to eat turkey, stuffing, gravy, sweet potato casserole, buttermilk biscuits, cheese of grits, hash brown casserole, you know. She sighed as she picked up and shook the list of food Amelia Hartman had given me when I asked her for one. Good food. Stick to your ribs, food. <laughs> Tofurky. She wadded up the paper and stood, tossing it in the trash can as she walked out of the dining hall and into the hallway. I've got a meeting with Mary Ann Drew this, e- this afternoon. She's trying to move the mistletoe masquerade ball and might rent the leisure center. Don't worry about the wadded up guest list. I got a copy, I said. Smiling when she acted like she didn't hear me. She heard every single word I said and was no doubt off to find the fixings to make a tofurkey. But I was glad that she might get her first rental out of Mary Andrew, a local woman I didn't know who had already sent in information for me to do a big write-up in the Junction Journal. I knew her by name, but had never been face-to-face with her. In fact, I'd gotten another message last week from the desk of Mayor Paisley asking if I could come to the last event of the Thanksgiving festival. They were going to honor Mary Andrew with a key to the village due to her generosity. She's right, you know. Darren finally looked up, talking to me out of my thoughts on how happy I was for Mama and what she'd done with the building. (laughs) (laughs) 
No matter how much Darren stuck his head in those books, he surely didn't look the part of a lawyer in his wrinkled shirt with its long sleeves haphazardly rolled up or with his long hair that hung down in the back. That don't sound very appetizing at all, he said, his dark eyes almost hidden by his thick brows. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He smirked, knowing just how to push Mama's buttons. That's right, she agreed. Mama stuck out her tongue and then disappeared. You know what's not appetizing? I glanced across the large community table. The afternoon sun filtered through the skylights, which were original to the old building. The sunshine was very deceptive. If I were to walk out to the leisure center, the weather would be much different. Autumn had made me feel like an overnight rush into Holiday Junction. Darren's kind of about Tofer. He still hung in the air. The amber light of late afternoon painted everything in warm hues. I couldn't help but gaze out of the leisure center's windows, momentarily lost in the beauty of Holiday Junction during the season. Holiday Junction is something else during the fall, I mused aloud, picturing the village in my mind. Streets of our small village were lined with tall oak and maple trees, their leaves transforming into a tapestry of reds, oranges and golds. It looked as though the mountains themselves caught fire in autumn, their slopes a ride of color, contrasting beautifully with the serene blue of the sea on the other side. The countryside rolled out in stretches of harvested golden fields dotted with pumpkins and chrysanthemums. Farmers would set up stands selling fresh apple cider and children would run around their laughter echoing as they jumped into heaps of raked leaves. The scent of burning wood would drift from chimneys mingling with the ever-present aromas of baked goods and roasted nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Uh. Local stores had already started their fall displays. Hand-knit scarves in seasonal colors hung in Emily's treasure's shop window. And brewing beans had a sign promising the return of their famous pumpkin spice latte. Mm. Even the lampposts were wrapped. <laughs> were wrapped in strands of orange and yellow fairy light, creating a soft glow that would soon offset the season's earlier evenings. You know, I continued, turning back to Darren with a smile. As much as Mama huffs and puffs about changes, there's something inherently com comforting about the traditions here. The decorations, the food, the colors, it's all butter to the soul. Darren chuckled. <laughs> Why does he sound like a creep? Best thing you do right now. Closing his law book for a moment. Agreed. It's one of the reasons I've never left. Holiday Junction in the fall. There's nothing quite like it. No, he says constipated. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. Too much tofurkey. <laughs> Too much tofurkey. <clears throat> I nodded. As the Junction Journal's editor-in-chief, I was fortunate to have a front-row seat to all the village's stories. But it was at times like this, during the embrace of autumn, that I felt a deeper connection. Here, amidst the cozy traditions and the picturesque setting, was where stories truly came alive. And as the leaves fell blanket in the village, I couldn't help but feel grateful to be right in the middle of it all. I'm really excited about Mama hosting Friendsgiving, I shrugged. Maybe it'll be in the art district a little closer to the village. I'd only really discovered the art district a few months back. 
It was literally its own community. And from what I gathered and was still investigating, the two communities were always at odds with each other. After I discovered the locals' attitudes, I took a vested interest in covering all the local government meetings as well as the Chamber of Commerce meetings. Since the people there made most of the business decisions about shops and future mercantile endeavors. You're a mercantile endeavor. So are you. <laughs> Darren. Mm. <laughs> from a seat at a corner table while a familiar smell drifted through the room. Ew. <laughs> it's, it's Darren's constipation. <laughs> That's why he's oh. <laughs> it's a party. All right. I can't. Oh my God. The aroma of pumpkin spice from brew and beans reached us and I took a deep breath savoring the comforting set. <sighs> at least it was that. I'd only been in Holiday Junction a year, but that Santa's quickly becomes synonymous with autumn, I remarked, thinking of how each year the scent seemed to weave itself deeper into my memories. We need to go down and see Hazelin. She said everything was going fast, I said, talking about Hazelin Hudson, the owner of and baker at Brewin' Beans. Darren looked over with a smile that was tinged with something else. He inhaled deeply, a look of nostalgia passing over his face. It reminds me of when I was a kid, he began, the distant gleam in his eyes showing he was years away. Every fall, my mom would bring home a fresh baked pumpkin pie, a steaming cup of pumpkin spice latte. The house would be filled with this aroma for days. <laughs> days. Oh, that hurt my throat. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. <laughs> I love Darren. He's thing. All right. I nodded, appreciating the sentiment since I could see his mama, Louise Strickland, doing those things for her family. She and Marge Strickland owned the Junction Journal. Marge was definitely not the mother in type Louise had been. Something about this town and its traditions could quickly make anyone feel at home. But for those who grew up here, the connection ran even deeper. Suddenly, Darren chuckled. <laughs> Draw me from my musings. Speaking of traditions, have I ever told you about the leaf dance? I shook my head. Mm -mm. Always eager to learn more about the intricacies of Holiday Junction. <laughs> you shall have seen it when we were kids, he said, his voice with remembrance. Every year, as the trees began to shed their leaves, the entire town gathered Holiday Park near the fountain. Kids, adults, everyone would dance and play, kicking up the fallen leaves, laughing and singing. The village would come alive with colors and stories from the elders. Wait, do you know who I feel like I just sounded like? Do you remember Men in Black when Vincent D'Onofrio plays the human that gets taken over by the alien who then pretends to be a human? Yes, that's what I sound like. Oh, I'm crying over this. <laughs> I tried to picture the scene, the square alive with children laughing. <laughs> Elders sharing tales of yore and the vibrancy of the autumn leaves swirling around the people. It sounded magical. Darren's gaze became distant. That was the essence of Holiday Junction. He continued, it wasn't just about the decorations or the food. 
It was about the community coming together, sharing in the joys and traditions passed down through generations. We need to do that, I gasped, looking around to make sure no one was nearby to hear. What? Darren snickered. You know what? I whispered, my head cocked to the side. And down to the ground, so no one would hear me as I discussed our merrymaker duties with him. Oh, he said, smiling with a little glint in his eye. Well, that's a great idea. The sign can be life-sized leaves in a dancing pattern. He <laughs> hand gestures to show how he envisioned Vern McKenna was making the wood sign, which Darren and me set up in the wee hours of the morning without anyone seeing us. Please help. Our conversation was shattered by a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> Unmistakenly, mamas. Darren and I exchanged a glance of alarm before racing out of the dining area, our feet pounding on the tile floor. The echoing scream seemed to come from the hall leading to the delivery entrance. We burst from the hallway and into the vicinity of the entrance's staircase, where we found a horrifying sight. Mama stood there, her face pale, her trembling hands covering her mouth. At her feet lay Albert Harden. The kind man who had delivered milk to Holiday Junction residents for as long as I can remember. His body was crumpled awkwardly at the bottom of the steps leading to the loading dock. From where I stood, it looked like a tragic accident, like he'd slipped while descending the steps to that truck. Oh, Albert, Mama sobbed, her voice quivering. I just came out to check on a delivery and, and there he was. Darren moved quickly to Albert's side, checking a pulse. <clears throat> While I took Mama in my arms and tried to soothe her racing heart. It's going to be okay, Mama, I whispered, though I wasn't sure of that. I took out my phone from my pocket and dialed 911. 911, Mr. Emergency, the operator asked. <laughs> Darren looked up, his expression grave. He's gone, Violet. Cold shiver ran down my spine. There you go, guys. <laughs> there was a dramatic reading of Thanksgiving treachery by Very Tanya dramatic. <laughs> uh, if you want more of Darren or um, anybody else in that story, you're going to have to read along yourself. All right. So once again, it is on uh, Kindle Unlimited for your listening or reading pleasure. I don't recommend doing the Darren voice. It hurts my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though. <laughs> Also, that's what she said. We should definitely do this again in the future. hundred percent. We love doing this stuff for you guys. We get a kick out of it. We think it's hilarious. So we hope that you enjoy it too. Yeah. And the best way to start is to hit start. And up comes the toolbar. That's what she said. We had a good conversation. <laughs> All right, we're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a Dougly minute or a chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy chug of Doug. And now a healthy chug of Doug. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing today? It's Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for a lot. You know, I've got my family, my wife, my son, parents, brothers. You know, there's a lot to be thankful for. 
Ben, if you don't like seeing people on Thanksgiving, be thankful that you only have to see them once, twice a year. You know, just to give you guys a little heads up, I'm uh, extremely distracted right now because I have the Ranger game on right beside me. So if I have any outbursts of excitement or anger, you know, just bear with me. And since I'm on the topic of hockey, uh, we put in a little uh, over on the Devils and Red Wings game. Gotta take the over. I've been saying it. You gotta take the over in the Devils games. But we also threw in a little um, sprinkled in a little, I think we did Jack Hughes goal and we did Andrew Cop goal. You know, Andrew Cop plus 400 guy take. Love that guy. You know, wish the Rangers would have kept him, but yeah, a little too expensive for our taste. What else do I have for you guys today? Oh, yes. We should be able to hang up on people on the phone when you're done with the conversation. Shouldn't have to listen to anybody else. Just keep rambling on. I got this from my son. I was having a conversation with him on the phone. He, in the middle of me telling him what I needed him to do, he just said bye and hung up. And I thought, hey, you know, kid was done talking to me, obviously, you know, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care. So I think we should implement that into society where when you're done, you just hang up. The kid is only three years old, so he can get away with that. Other people are probably going to get upset if you do that. So maybe you shouldn't do that. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, enjoy all the food. Do whatever you want today. Yeah, be eat whatever you want. But tomorrow, we get back to work. All right, back to the gym Friday. No excuses. Rule sixteen. Give me an up to date family tree. That was your mistake. You made me look like an idiot. Rule number seventy six. No excuses. Play like a champion. Stay tuned for the next manly minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics. Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Join us again next Thursday, November 30th for another potty episode. And then get ready, everyone, because next Tuesday, November 28th, we'll be reading and reviewing the remaining chapters in Iron Flame. Join us then. Join us then as we conclude our discussion on the newly released fantasy novel. And yes, we'll be reviewing part two of the book. (laughs) Don't forget to mark your calendar for our next book of the month episode. She'll air on Wednesday, November 29th. We'll be reading and discussing Tommy Orange's novel, There, There. And be on the lookout for our next bonus ode, Dayton Book to be Announced. But it will be tomorrow. It's tomorrow. <laughs> love, love ya. Tomorrow. If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. 
These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. everyone. So now we're going to transition into the cooking portion of our episode with some cooking tips and tricks. I'll give you a tip. Tip for this dick. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, you know, I feel like you're baiting me to laugh anyway, because you're like, here's some cooking. <laughs> like, she's hilarious. I don't know. Just you're, ends. You're this a tip. Done. A tip tip. Also, right. oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, no this is no. hilarious. We're just say it. whatever. I don't know. You say it. You say. It. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You said also. Oh, you don't know. I don't remember. Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay, everyone. <laughs> Make sure you check out our our parade balloon, the flying tit. <laughs> Zayden and the flying tit. Zayden in the flying tit. It'll be two giant tits and then around the edges, just a bunch of dangling dicks. Yeah, apparently. And it's scarlet on the float because it's not violet. <laughs> so it's Zayden, scarlet and the, the flying tit oh coming to a parade near you. <laughs> That's what it's called, our float. <clears throat> it's called the flying tit. Okay. that It would probably be featured at the festival in Wonder Tit. Oh, the festival of flying tits? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> definitely where it'll be sorry we don't even know what we're doing anymore where were we (laughs) i don't know all right without further ado why is this so high hold on okay without further ado today's word of the day is envisage it is spelled (laughs) e-n-v-i hold on i don't know if it's right either hold on i'm stopping this we have to start over because i have to figure out how to say this word we wrote a song about it. <laughs> Check this out.
It's Thanksgiving time. It's such a great day now. Turkey and bread and plenty of stuffing. It's Thanksgiving time. It's time for Jello. You can watch some TV. Maybe have some great Kool-Aid. I think I dig your stuff. I think I dig your stuff. It's Thanksgiving time. I love your new blazer. Your sleeves are pushed up. That looks pretty awesome. Well, thank you, my friend. You're so kind of say so. Your eyes are so blue.